When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So it's week one. And here we come again hot with our NFC North wraparound. So after week one, we've got two teams that were successful enough to come out of that week with a win. And the other two searching for answers. I think it's only it's only fair so we can start with the first team who's leading our division, the team who's actually we we assumed that they should have the you know leg up for winning the division. Detroit Lions. June B. Foster, how you all doing? We we're doing good, man. How you? Well, I wish I wish I could uh you know press a roar button. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I, that's how I feel. You got to restore the roar, man. Uh, that's that's what you know. We're we're building over here. We're we're restoring the roar here in Detroit. Well, you know our uh and uh animal mascot is 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 lost in the woods and you know is, is sniffing. Sniffing some some powder that he found in the bag, because okay. they're 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 running running in circles and not and not handling business on the football field. So I, I will I will defer to you. You tell us what we need to do. In, in, in fact, start with how you were able to dethrone. Well, not, let me not use that word. Let me not say dethrone. How you were able to start the season? Yeah, take, like take 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 some take some luster, take some umph out of that banner night that the defending champions had. I have my, my reservations about it. I think the, it was basically developing an identity. I think when mm. Coach Campbell came in, he said some things that people laughed at, but that's him. And that's the team he's building. A tough, gritty team. Uh, doesn't have to be for not finesse at all, not pretty, but gets it done, gets knocked down, get gets back up, and getting that kind of culture back. So I would say for anyone that's, you know, if you develop a team identity and work on the strengths, the rest will take care of itself. Um, not saying I'm an expert, not saying that the Lions have solved all their problems, but I'm just saying, the 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 atmosphere and aura around here now is we've all bought into what Coach Campbell is saying, what he wants to do on the field, and he he sold it to the fans, and he's selling it in that locker room. Uh, Foster, if you want to finish up on uh, your thoughts, yeah, on- I mean, I definitely want to piggyback off the identity. I mean, I think that right now we're displaying that that old that old school, you know. NFC North, NFC Central style of, of playing tough defense, running the ball, time, you know, controlling the time of possession and 
and keeping the uh, the opponent's team off the field. I mean, I, I think that taking the ball out of the best quarterback in the world's hands, that you're going to be in a better shape uh, executing like that than trying to score 40, 50 points with them. So, yeah. Bite I... them kneecaps. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly how you all um, were able to win the game, in my in my opinion. I think you all you all caught a break in not having Kelsey out there. Oh yeah, <laughs> you didn't. Pat, Pat Mahomes, he didn't have his out his usual outlet valve, hmm. so he had to re, he had to rely on you know some lesser talented guys catching the ball. So, hmm. and with that, you all use that excellent improved front seven to keep him off kilter and and a lot of his passes were kind of errant to me a lot of them were high a lot of them were kind of you know kind of, he had a sidearm some passes that he didn't have that he didn't need it had to uh, all all of his which sales uh speaks to me is that you all are building building something there that's gonna that's 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 that can last if if it if it was that jared golf was the was the guy leading you all to you know your promise wherever you thought you was gonna go that that was a house of cards it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna last long but <laughs> with Aiden Hutchinson with uh Jack Campbell and the rest of these and the rest of these guys crashing down and, and moving guys off off their spots that's something you can that's something you can build on What do you think about that, Dave? How, how did you like the uh, the division rival Lions? How, how did you how did how did they look to you? They look formidable, and that's a little scary. That's we're not used to it, but I'm happy for them. I want them to be a powerhouse. I want them to be, you know, strong. And it comes down to the last end of the season when we're getting into week seventeen and eight, 16, 17, and eighteen. I, I hope for it. I want our division, no matter who it is, to dominate the NFC. So they're they got off to the right step beating the Super Bowl champions. Gotta give them that. Say it. How do we how 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 do we couch that? How do we gauge the Lions' strength? Did I think I think a better way to ask ask this question is after beating Kansas City. And you know, as I said, moving moving Patrick Mahomes off the spot, grinding the game down with David Montgomery, punching him right in the mouth, going right at the at the gap that Chris Jones is supposed to be at. Are we up? Are we more up on Detroit, or, or are we you know are, are we like you know about the same about a twelve win team? I mean, twelve wins. Uh, twelve wins sounds great. You know, to 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 go above that would be a lot um you know i'm not i'm not putting so much stock into it but at least we can we can we can say that it's not gonna we can say that it's not a fluke because because that that was a lot of expectations for us going into a year in general so the fact that we were able to handle business and win that first game that means i i think it still means that we're on par with with the expectations but i'm not ready to say you know Nobody's gonna beat us for the rest of the year. I, I I foresee at least one game where we're like, "Wow, how did we lose to the Falcons or some?" Um, I'm 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 remaining composed at this point. Okay, June, what about you? Up or down? <clears throat> well, initially, I have and I, and I still feel the same way, same sentiment. 11 games, maybe 12. Well, you have to, if we're going to go by all these factors into that first game, you have to remember golf didn't have the greatest game. We didn't have the greatest uh, runs. If you look at the the stats, we didn't run the ball very well. The offense was, I, I graded the offense as a C plus on one of my shows. So, um, we're still without um, J-Mo. You know, Emerson Wilson, 
Williams. We we, we don't have him yet. Uh, Marvin Jones had a horrible game at wide receiver. Um, it was just our offense, what we hung our hat on last year, where golf threw for 4,000 yards, it, it didn't look like it. So we can celebrate the win, but at the same time, I'm not – I still need to see more improvement. I'm still hoping and banking on 11 wins. Uh, I, but I need I need more. I need to see more offensively. I think defensively, if they can improve, it'll be a scary defense. It was it, it, they played good. They hung tough on Thursday um, versus Kansas City. So we'll see. Okay, uh, let, let's ask some of your some of your rivals what they thought. Uh, Bob Love, our Packers affiliate. They should have drafted a quarterback this year in the first round. In the first really? round. Or, tr- or try to. Whatever, if they had a pick in the first round, I don't know if they had a pick in the first round this year, but if they did, they should have used it on a QB or a pick out of QB because I I think I don't think Detroit fully won on their own merit either. I think KC was down a guy. But I don't even put I don't even want to put that all on K- uh Kelsey either, because I think KC might be having a might be even though you put Chance Kelsey out there, I think they might have a more problem with their defense than anything. Because that defense was that defense was bad. Uh, Detroit put it on them, but we can't take away from what Detroit has done over the last three years. I just don't think Goff would be the guy that's going to take them. He's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong, good quarterback, NFL quarterback. Uh, I I just don't think he has that. He didn't make a jump this year to that like elite. Like he's just like out there. 100% just scoping people, you know, like I, he's, he doesn't give you that tenacity yet. Uh, that's not really in his demeanor to do that either, but I don't see that killer in him. So that that's where everybody, everywhere else in Detroit, I love what I see. I love the culture. They said they got the culture. I'm happy for Detroit. I think like everybody else that we're going to have you guys come in and compete because I think we're all kind of sick of the Vikings. Sitting <laughs> happy for Detroit. I think they can go very far. I just don't think it's going to be with Goff there. So I think they should have had someone sit behind him this year and uh, then compete next year for it. You know, mm-hmm. Will Levis would have done really would have done awesome up in Detroit. Even Or even go, I don't even know what's wrong with that Malik guy. Uh, what's his name? What's his full name? Willis. Malik Willis. Yeah, Malik Willis. Uh, I mean, we see, we see development works, right? I think we all can agree development worked this weekend. Three years development worked. We all right. saw it. <laughs> I'm just very happy for Detroit. Well, since you 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 spoke them up, let's go ahead and move move the conversation towards the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, not not one of the teams that did get a win this this weekend, but they did show some. They did show something. Um, Jordan Addison, one of their their first round their first round draft pick, looked really good. Dave, how do you how are you feeling? I think we dominated that game completely, and almost all aspects, including turnovers, and that's what killed us when we had the three turnovers. But JJ had 150 yards, 128 of which was in the first quarter. Why they didn't go more to him in the second half, I have, or not the first quarter, first half. Why they didn't go t- more to him in the second half, I have no idea. Now, we had a couple key injuries, but hey, every team does. Just ask the Jets. And, but <laughs> it's, it's rough. It was a rough start for Minnesota Vikings fans everywhere. They did not anticipate losing to Tampa Bay. And it's one of those that it ate up our margin of error. You know, everybody had picked a win over Tampa Bay, rightfully so, throughout the offseason. Now that we lost to them, now we've got to steal one back from one of the four teams that uh, were in the championship games last year that we didn't or don't anticipate stealing one back from. Hopefully... One will be tomorrow night against the Eagles. We'll, you know, we'll have to see. Not sure, but I can't wait to face the Packers. 
at all. I think that they had love come out and look good, so they're all high on themselves, and I can't wait to face have the Vikings face them, which will be in, i got to look, when do we play those guys? Week six. Hey. Week six, eight. Week six can't get here fast enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, we're all NFC North, and we all love to play each other. But even if we have bad seasons, there's one thing we want to do most, and that's beat each other. So, but I don't suspect the Vikings are going to have a bad season. I just think they got off to a mistake filled start that shouldn't have been. So, it is what it is. We'll see how we do tomorrow night. I am happy yeah. for Detroit, though. I'm glad they won. Oh, I'm glad as well. Uh, you know, parlay, parlay not included. Um, <laughs> so, Minnesota, Minnesota, as we discussed last episode, Minnesota's moved, moved on from their longtime star running back, Dalvin Cook. They moved on from longtime receiver, Adam Thielen. They, they replaced him. Uh, Adam uh, Dalvin Cook's understudy, Alexander Madison, Jordan Addison drafted in the first round. All things considering, you know, if if you just ignore what happened in the win loss column, all things considering, I I think I thought it was a pretty successful Sunday, at least a, a pretty successful week one for Minnesota. I thought, I thought so. We went heavy on the pass ratio. We were to, uh, we passed the most out of the entire league on the weekend. Alexander Madison had some decent yardage. They were all positive, no negative for him, which is what we were looking for, that efficiency that we talked about versus last week when we talked about how Dalvin Cook didn't give you the efficiency in the run. He would do the the zero yards, the minus one, the minus two, and then he'd bust out for 15. We didn't get that. We get Alexander Madison always falls forward, so that's a good thing. However, we only had like 18 run plays the whole game or something astronomically low. It was, and it's just the way Kevin O'Connell called the game. We were constantly throwing, which, hey, we were efficient at it. We did a ton of yardage in the stats. We looked good, but it all comes down to that final one, whether you get the W or not, and we did, we failed at that. That's true. That's true. Uh June, what what was what did you think? Uh, paying attention to your north neighbor, the Minnesota Vikings. I Tampa Bay shocked me. First of all, um, mm. it looked yeah. for the most part, um, especially in in the first half, that uh, eventually Minnesota was going to break the game open at some point because they they looked good. Um, it just Tampa Bay just kept hanging around and hanging around and there's nothing more dangerous than an underdog that hangs around. Mm-hmm. So when you go down to the fourth quarter and it's a close game and you make one mistake, you can lose the game. So if I'm a, if I'm Minnesota, a Minnesota fan, I'm not too down on my team because you didn't look horrible. You saw potential, but at the same time, you just, you know, you know, you got to clean up some stuff. You know, there's some stuff that the coaches you're hoping that they adjust and who knows Tampa Bay just may be good. You know, they may be that good. We count. Please don't say, please don't say that. I'm just saying, I mean, who knows? Like it's we're it's it's the first, first week one, everybody's filling each other out, but you don't know what you're gonna get. So, you know. But if I'm Minnesota, you get right back in there Thursday night, you line up and play football and and leave it on the field and see what happens. Okay. I, I, I don't disagree with anything you said. I hope that Tampa Bay isn't actually <laughs> isn't actually good I, for some teams that don't have a win and are kind of, tra- tra- kind of counting on Tampa Bay being an easy, easy W. Uh, I, I can't, I can't have that right now. So let's go ahead and move towards the game that I think everybody would love to hear about. 
So NFL's longest running rivalry, Chicago Bears versus the Green Bay Packers. They've played each other 100, over 100 times. And out of those 100 times, the only the last nine times are the are the ones that I remember most. And it's it's causing me to lose sleep. The Bears <laughs> haven't beat the Packers in the last nine attempts. Uh I I spent the entire offseason putting out episodes counting down just counting down to when the Chicago Bears will start one and oh. And it looks like I got to start that clock over again because obviously they they, they aren't starting 2023 1-0. Bob, go ahead and give me all the crap. Just go ahead and get it out the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even think you, I, I think you didn't even have dreads when this started nine times. <laughs> <laughs> and now you got dreads down to your titties. That's like, what, 12 years? child you know child puppy years every you know it's a i've been a soldier field for a few of the games too the games are always great the games are always competitive i always have to give it that it's not like we come like yes there's a smashing but the games are never not competitive you're always worried the Bears. Uh, uh, let me let me go ahead and stop. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there, love. Um, the games are not. The, the games are never competitive. My team never shows up. They they lie to me every time that they go. This is going to be different. They're t- they're they're done losing, and then they go out there and you know and then lose in another spectacular fashion. You're well. You're talking about like the last few times because I'm thinking like Jay Cutler, you know, Don't. has. But then then again, you had Jay Cutler throw like four interceptions in like one quarter. Where we scored like twenty one points. I, I can't remember what year that was. Is that thirteen? That may have been a win. And then you got Mitchell Trubisky years. And now we have the Justin Field years. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> I look forward to it. The, it's it's a fun rivalry. I can't I can't hate on it because I used to date a girl that was a Bears fan too. It was just always it's always fun. So I gotta enjoy that aspect. But now to talk about the play. Uh Listen, I I wasn't gonna talk high about Jordan Love, but I saw I saw I was a NFL player out there. Now it's where to gauge them. Are they can they handle the heat? Can they go up and down? Like you know when it gets too intense of the world, like now eyes are more on him. Like is he gonna be able to handle that type of stardom? You know, because uh, it's been quiet for the last three years for him. Now he's out of the cage. The spotlight's on him. So uh, I think he handled the first game very, very well. There was mistakes, which you see. Uh, and I saw some good decision-making. Uh, obviously, he had a lot of help from defense. I think our defense helped a lot. Uh, Positioning-wise, I think I said in the earlier uh, podcast pregame, I said uh, – our special teams would have to make some good decisions, make some good runs to put him in a good position to make those good throws. And they did. And we even last year with Aaron Rodgers, when we saw him, if, we, if you have a bad putt return or kick return, you're sitting on the five, obviously you're in a shit position. Uh, but someone like Aaron Rodgers can carry you that way, like 90-something yards, because he has that level of stardom. Uh, even Justin Fields can do it with long runs. Uh, but you, do, you guys don't know if Jordan can do it. I've seen Jordan march down the field a few times, but I can't recall anything like that. But we put him in a good position. I think the whole team put him in a position to win. Aaron Jones with 120-some three yards and two touchdowns. Uh, but he was out, you know, at the cost of, you know, him being out the last two days, which they haven't really said much. I haven't seen anything reports. I haven't dove into it either to, for the pregame. But practice-wise, we have very, you know, I the day was a win for me also with the injuries. We had very little injuries, and uh, I think that's a huge win right there too. Uh, I don't think the Bears coaching helped much. I think Luke Getzey is a bad offensive coordinator for Justin Fields. Whoa, Justin, I, yeah, I, th- I really, I, it's because he doesn't call his play. It was inside his play. It wasn't his plays. He looked uncomfortable. You can't tell me he didn't because he wasn't running out there. And he and then now it's on him 
it's on him. It's on Justin Fields for feeling bad for not playing well. He's, I thought he played well for his fucking for the plays that were being called. They're really crappy plays for him, but they're trying to make him a traditional quarterback, and that's not him. He needs to be out there making big playmaker plays, big throws. Uh, that's the type of guys we saw at Ohio State, right? Like we saw big, big throws from him, big comeback wins, big, big wins all around. Like just throwing the ball. Uh, Chase Claypool, you guys can just drop him. Like that was. I don't think he's even worth being on the field anymore. He needs to go down to like Canadian League and learn how to. That's the something. first thing. That's that's the first thing you said that I agree with. Guess get we could get rid of Chase Claypool yesterday. What? I, like, I what? I'm sick of him. Moment they announced that they were trading for trading uh trading for Chase Claypool. I had it. I, I I've had a vendetta against him, and, and it's not because of anything he does on the field. Up until up until Saturday, it had nothing to do with anything done on the field. I yeah, just think we got right? we got we got. I agree. We got bent over a barrel, and and we gave up way too much for what he had accomplished at, at this point in, the, in his NFL career. Then, then he came out and started the 2023 season the way he did, and played one of the most uninspiring. Uh, I don't want to be out here games that I've ever seen. My man, my man allowed several Packers to run through his chest and get to the ball carrier. And I, I counted, I counted maybe five missed blocks. I counted three lazily run routes. Um, he's six, he's six, five, 240 in, in that space. And he's running drag routes. Um, for, for I, I don't know why, I, I don't know why the play call, the play designs were the way they were, but, I, I I also do agree that, that Justin, that our our best our best asset is Justin's lower half. If we're not yep. going to run, if we're not going to run, pause. With Justin, yeah, <laughs> pause. Pause. Pardon my pardon my pardon my pause. Um, if, if we're not going to run with Justin, then why even why are we even going out there? Because obviously he's not he's not there yet as a pocket passer. So we got to use we got to do something to help him out. Because if we're just going to sit, sit, sit him out there and sit him in the pocket and throw check downs for four quarters, you're asking to lose. And yeah, I, I'm not putting that on him. That is that is definitely the game script could have been a lot better. It could have been a lot better. But let me go back to Jordan Love, what you said about Jordan Love. Jordan Love didn't do anything impressive. Jordan Love had said so NFL player. He, he had he was an NFL player. That there there are there are hundreds of NFL players. You are correct. You are you are correct. <laughs> you are correct. He did he 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 didn't impress me one bit. Other than I could have went out there and sat in clean pocket and made those same included those same passes. I could I'm confident I could have done that. The the Bears we talked about it all off season. All last season, the Bears got 20 sacks last season. They neglected to address that until the last minute of the offseason when they signed Yannick Nagakwe, who he had a he had he had an okay game, but everybody else did nothing. Jordan Love had all day to just pick us apart. I will give him credit. That 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 last touchdown pass to uh, Romeo Dobbs that was that was that was a dart. I'll take I'll give him that. Uh, but other than there, that, there was there were some plays in there that if they connected, you would have been like, you know, you would have been impressed with like one down the middle to Aaron Jones behind the offensive lineman, but it looked like it was going to the offensive lineman and it just was like it was like a, almost like an Aaron pass. But no, I agree. He that's why I said his, the team put him in the positions where he could have a great day. Now, but when we talked before that, I was saying the same thing that the team has. We were saying seventeen fourteen. I mean. Come on, two, two two touchdowns, three touchdowns, uh, three touchdowns, and uh, what was it two hundred something yards? I, I think he had a better day. Yeah, two fifty, two twenty five to two fifty. Uh, he had a better day than freaking Dak Prescott, and Dak Prescott won 40, 40 to zero. Like, uh, like you think Dak would have four touchdowns? Like, I think the the only person that really threw for more and did better was Tua. Uh, but even Tua had an interception and a fumble, you know. 
So we Jordan Olive had the highest QBR rating for the week at 123.1. So you have to give him some. He played well for his first game. Uh, who I was really, really impressed with was Rashawn Gary coming back from ACL tear and just being a monster. Uh, Lucas Van Ness, our 13th pick in the first round, just – I know it was out in the field, but he chased down Justin Fields like a gazelle, and he ate him up in that sack behind the uh, – when you guys are down by the 10-yard line on our side, charging down. That was impressive in my book. But uh, also your front line let us run all day. And even, but our offensive line was one of the best two out there. They had one of the least rushes on the QB throughout the league. And uh, I think overall the Packers played a great team, and I think that's how we're going to move forward and keep winning. And I could see us being a 10-win team, uh, a 12-win team with our, our full team playing very well. Uh, I hope not. Yeah, I hope so. Now you said he had a higher... <laughs> Q, uh, QBR or quarterback rating than just about everybody except for Tua? I think you need to look at your stats again there, buddy. No, he, he had the highest rating. He, he went he went QBR. 15 for 27, right? Like, I I, I mean, I didn't no. watch the game. Okay, I so maybe higher for that. Okay. No, he went he, higher. He threw, he, he, he threw, threw 15, he threw 15 okay. for 27. He three had three two. touchdowns. His longest pass was to uh, the running back. He had a fifty-one yard, which which, which was a five-yard pass. And you know, yeah. our defense uh-huh. basically, you know, uh, uh, what do what do you call it? What do they what do they call it in Spain? The Ole. That's pretty much how that that touchdown how that touchdown went. Uh huh. If you look at the stats, wherever you want to take them, it comes in to a tag of at number one. And number two was Kirk Cousins. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. For what? Quarterbacking <laughs> yards. Uh, you want to talk? Uh, rating? What was the ratings? Yeah, what was the rating? His rating was a one hundred and two. Let's see. Love was seventy three or something. We get love was yeah. uh, one twenty three as a rating, but when you go by QBR, it was That's a- love is. Where is he? Kirk was 14th and Love was 6th. For QBR at 123? All right. I, see I don't see rating. That. Not QBR. The QB, the QB rating I saw was 73 or 73. something. Like I mean, fit, yeah. 15 to 27 is not great. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. You're talking about- circle back to what my original assessment of Jordan Love. He didn't do anything spectacular like that, 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 that long touchdown pass in which Aaron Jones just walked out of the backfield, you know, ran across the face mask of our linebacker, caught the caught an easy pass and was never touched again and ran 40 some odd yards into the end zone. Um, I mean, running 40 yards is not a foul is easy. We do it though. If you, if you, if, uh, yeah, if you what do you it against the, walk the if you do it against like, the Bears, on, it's yeah. easy. Yeah, hey, if you want to downplay it, downplay it. And we'll we'll be sitting here week. Let's sit here week four, week five, saying the same thing. I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think at some point we have to I, give a development compliment to Jordan Love. I'm now not taking Bears, any. I'm not taking anything away from three Jordan years Love. in. I'm not taking anything zero. away from Jordan Love. I'm definitely. I'm just saying, my team but, helped him. We propped <laughs> him up very much. So, our my wide receivers were out there blocking your guys, giving yes. them lanes. Yes, I, I was. So, I was envious. I was envious of that. It was crazy, but no, it's not going to be an easy year. It won't be an easy year by all means. 
It's going to be a very, I mean, that's why I said it. How is he going to, I said he's an NFL quarterback. It's just how he's going to be in high intense situations. Atlanta, uh, playing in Atlanta at 1 p.m., you know, it's going to be a great football game. But it's not like, you know, coming down to like a prime time game, you know, how intense is going to, how the, you know, the time of the day and everybody just has to stop at him. We still have to see that, obviously. But I can see you winning in Atlanta next week. I can, I definitely can say that, you know. So, I'm well, very comfortable with well, well, since Since now you, you gave us the segue, let's start talking about mm-hmm. these previews for coming up into week two. So we have already we've already seen how how you how you feel about Atlanta Green Bay, mm-hmm. and let's start let's go ahead and start this with our division leader Detroit Lions, B. Foster June. Who y'all got left? Who who who's up on on the schedule this week? Seattle. You've got Seattle. How mm-hmm. you feeling about your chances? Um. I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I think S- Seattle didn't play well the first week, but I don't put a lot of stock in. I mean, you still got to line it up and play football. Um, last year, um, that quarterback, he 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 went crazy versus the Lions. Like, he looked better in versus the Lions. Versus, he had a career day. Uh, he wound up having a career year, but – he had a career day versus the Lions, and uh, I have that game circled. I know they do. Huh. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 anxious to see what they do. It's, I think Ford Field is going to be electric. Like I said, the atmosphere here is I haven't like I seen it in a long time. It's it's going to be it's going to be one of those ones I think, but we'll see. I mean, I'm. This is Kenneth Walker's first game back in Michigan, correct? Because he was hurt. Yeah, no, no, he was, he was hurt. He was hurt last year. Yeah, so yeah, yeah so, this is first so yeah. Michigan oh, State yeah. is a sore subject to discuss at this point, but <laughs> um, 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 Michigan State is always great to talk about. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it's never about what they want to talk about. And right. we don't have to talk about that. We I don't think this is the proper forum to discuss why they're in the news. But um B, I mean B, how how um if I was to ask you a final score for Seattle versus Lions, how how would you see it playing? 28 24, something like that. I think you I said 28 24 on the show. Okay, so you have it. You have it relatively being a close game. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, I mean that's 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 fair. It's respectable. They Seattle was a playoff team last year, right? Um, mm-hmm. you expect them to get back right, and they don't have any like glaring weak spots in their team. So okay, I can I I can I can respect that. Their offensive line. I think they got a couple guys missing off their offensive line, which mm-hmm. I really hope to see the Lions exploit because we didn't get any sacks. I mean, we, we got a lot of pressures and. And definitely put our hands on Mahomes, but um, I'm ready to see some, sack, uh, you know, some sacks on a quarterback. Um, but yeah, I just feel like Seattle is has been is, has been tough just in general. And you know, I don't expect to just. I don't want to get too. I don't know. I don't want to get too high off of all the excitement and first play. You know, first home game after all that. I don't want to get too high on that. I'm expecting us to play some tough games even if we are going in as the favorite. I think we're favored, like, in the as far as the betting and all that. I think I think we are favored, but... It, You're favored I think by be, five and a half. Okay, yeah, yeah. So were the Chiefs. Onions. I like it, I like it, I like it, I like it. All right. Okay, so we... So, Dave, what do you all... What do you think? They win? Uh, it's going to be a good game. Seattle's lost their first one, so they're going to be a little bit uh, rubbed raw. So they're going to be a little bit pumped up for this game. But I do think the Lions should win this one and start the season 2-0. and Got it. Bob, what's your prediction? Seattle Lions. versus Detroit. Lions, Lions, Lions 2-0. 
2-0 for the Detroit. I think, I'm a, I think they beat them all. I'll make it a clean sweep. I think the Lions go ahead and start the season 2-0. Make uh, Seattle 0-2 by, by default. So let's move on to let's go to let's come to my team, Chicago Bears. We got we've got the 1-0 Tampa Bay Bucks. We're flying down to Tampa Bay to see them. Dave, Dave hinted that they might actually be a good team. I told Dave, please, please don't put that on. Don't don't put that juju on me. I can tell you, it, be aware of Vita Vea. That man uh, is a beast. He he tore us up something terrible. I mean, we were still productive, but mm-hmm. he was in the prime middle, number one. Yeah. What we don't need is a loss to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay said they're supposed to be in the Drake May uh, sweepstakes. We do not need a loss to Baker Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Bucks um, because if we lose this game, we are officially abstaining from wins in September. Uh, no, no win September is what we're going to be calling it in Chicago. Um, and I'm not that down. Uh, you know, I, I, I I, I was sore after losing to Green Bay because you never like to lose. You never like to lose to them guys. But I'm not completely down on this team just yet. I mean, it's only been one week. There was a lot of glaring issues. I think some of it was because we were highlighted because of who we were playing. I don't think – I don't expect to see it again this coming Sunday. So with that being said, I'm going to take the Bears. I know, I know, no, no, no. I know. I'm Homer. I'm gonna take the Bears to go ahead and get off, get off the Schneid, and get this, and get their first win of the season. I got 19-13 Bears. Dave, how do you see it? Uh, you guys are gonna have a rough time in Tampa. Oh man! I, please. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully your quarterback can run. Because he's going to need to. And yes, I know that's his best attribute. I would, at this point, I prefer he'd do that over throwing the ball. <laughs> but uh, it was, you got to be able to run efficiently. We didn't, we didn't run enough, I thought, in my game. So, and like I said, Vita Vey is a terror in the middle. So. If he rolls out, you do play action passes. He rolls out, you guys got a chance. Do that. Otherwise, you know. And if the right Baker shows up, they could they could win. But I'll root for you. I'll do that. But I don't know. It's going to be a close game. I appreciate I appreciate that uh, the rooting interest from you, Dave. Uh, we need hey, it's all better the good another <laughs> let's let's make a good let's let's make an NFC North spirit bomb so we can go ahead and get the Bears their first win. Um sure. My, Detroit affiliates, how you all see the game? I don't want to ruin the spirit bomb of the <laughs> it's it's the end of, it's the end Tampa for me. I, I think that if it's it was in, in Chicago, Tampa, I would have more. Yeah. It it's in Tampa. Uh Tampa Bay looked a lot better than I envisioned they would be. Oh my God. I think it's going to be. Pay, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 24 14, Tampa Bay. Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. I like the 1913. That sounds very. That sounds very Bears like to before it to be a, a weird and low scoring ish game. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's been the way the Bears fans have talked about the Bears that's got me so down on them. Honestly, more than anything, you know, maybe y'all aren't as bad as you know what's what's being advertised at this point, but. And I'm, I'm gonna need to see. I'm, at, I'm gonna have to see it in Tampa to to get on on board with that. Just so everybody knows, Tampa opened up three point favorites. They're now down to two and a half, and uh, over under is forty one. So they don't expect a wild, high flying, high scoring game. Mm. 
41, huh? Mm-hmm. That is, that's, that's tantalizing. That's interesting. I mean, I might. Bob, <clears throat> you're the last here. guy. You're, you're the last yeah. guy. Go ahead and tell us about how you see the Bears versus Tampa playing out. Oh, uh, sloppy game. 31-30 Tampa. I think it's going to be a heartbreaker. You, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me, oh, wait, you said 31-30? Oh, yeah, it's going to be close. It's going to be my... It's going to be my safety. It's going to be on you guys. <laughs> Vita V winning the game by two points. It's going to be 29-30 in the last seconds. Vita V just gets you guys. I don't know. And I, it's going to be a close game, and I think it's going to be a, a sloppy game because Baker can't. Baker likes to make things sloppy, but uh, I forget who said who Minnesota, whoever was playing last week, said he was – did he play well? If he was on, was he on on or because I saw his numbers weren't that high. Uh, He was was okay. He made he made things happen happen when he needed to, but it was nothing special from Baker Mayfield. Baker Magic. It was more the Vikings shooting themselves in the foot with stupid penalties and turnovers. Yeah, I think the same thing will happen to the Bears. It'll be a close game. I, if you told me the Bears would shoot themselves in the foot and lose a game, I, I would say, okay, that sounds like that sounds about right. Uh, all right, so you've got the I game they, going, but I think they're better. I think statistically, they're. I I think they come out swinging. I think Justin Fields comes out running hard too. I I don't think you guys come out with that same plan. I just think you. It was a like I said, they're NFL, it's a professional team. They prepped wrong. I don't know what they prepped for, but it wasn't for the Packers the first week. Maybe that was the, the we saw what they were gonna do with Tampa and that might work better, but uh, I think I think they come out swinging. I just okay. don't think they're I don't think they can capitalize the game. Not with your guys' offensive line and having Chase Claypool out there, but DJ Moore play he was a sharp guy out there. And if that duo can get something going, uh, I can see a high scoring game, but close. I agree. So, now that part, that part, I agree with you. I, I you know, we got, we got, we have no other choice but to come out, uh, guns a blazing, and play, play like, play like we're angry, and try to take the win instead of trying to, you know, hoping that the win falls on our lap. I can at least agree with that part, even though I'm the only person on the panel that thinks the Bears are going to get this game. I don't care. That's fine with me. I go with it alone. If they Let's win. If they win, I'll, if they win, I'll DoorDash you lunch. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> you're, you're wrong, but you're wrong, buddy. I'm, the first NFC Monday. North bat of the season. Like <laughs> <laughs> Dave, yeah. let's talk about let's talk about your Vikings, Dave. My Vikings play tomorrow night in Philadelphia against the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles coming off win. We are. 0-1 because we dropped that first game to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was self-inflicted versus what Tampa did. In my opinion, we go. Do we have a chance to win tomorrow? We do. However, we are underdogs by seven points, or now six points as of today, with an over-under of 49, meaning Las Vegas thinks there's going to be a lot of points scored. I agree with that. Kirk Cousins came off a 344-yard game. He was throwing, for the most part, well. It's We're going to have to find out if they can put it all together. Our offensive line has got two people hurt. One's out already, our starting center. Uh, Garrett Bradbury's out for the game. He's got a back issue that could lead to him being out for many, many weeks. And then Christian Derrissaw had his ankle tweaked. And we love the word tweak in Minnesota. And he was uh, not a full participant as of yesterday. It was questionable whether he'd go. Uh, We're looking forward to our new edge rusher, Marcus Davenport, playing, please. But he was out last week. He's got an ankle issue. And that looks to be not any better this week. And I suspect he'll be out. However, Philadelphia... Played the Patriots. And as we discussed in our pre-show chat, they look beatable, especially with good wide receivers. And that the Minnesota Vikings do have. 
Justin Jefferson is the best in the league. I don't care who states anybody else is better. I'll put J.J. up against him any day of the week. And our young rookie, Jordan Addison, looked absolutely fantastic in his debut. First pass caught was for a touchdown. I think that hadn't happened since, like, Randy Moss. So I'm happy with that. We're going to see. It's going to be interesting. Anytime you go into Philly, it's a tough game. I hope we sneak and steal this win because it's the one that we thought we might lose. But I was telling you last week, I hope the Super Bowl team with the hangover was Philadelphia and not Kansas City. You're welcome, June. And so we'll find out. Uh, am I going to guess the Vikings win? Uh, put it this way. I already posted what happens percentage-wise if you start 0-2. I'm hoping the Vikings win tomorrow night. What do you hope? Uh, what do I hope? I mean, it, it's t- I don't really vote. I, I don't really root for the NFC North teams. I, I don't. This is new for me. For that, that there, we there hope you, for each go. other to there, do good. There you. There you go. There you go. Bring it out. I, I like. I like that. Yo, we'll. I, I want you all to lose. That's what I'm talking about. I like that energy. I mean, it only. <laughs> hey, well, the 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 state that we've been in for the the last whatever, we can only hope that y'all. You know, I can't. You know, but anyways, um, but the Eagles. I don't know. I, as far as I guess, I guess I can hope for the best for the for the Vikings, but, um. I kind of think that the Eagles are eventually going to show why the Eagles are the Eagles. I, I don't see why they why they wouldn't. So I don't know. You don't have to hope. There's nothing wrong with that. I feel the spirit. I feel the for every team in in the division. <laughs> right. Okay. 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 All right. Um. So yeah. So yeah. I don't. I don't know. The Eagles. I don't really like the Eagles. You know. I don't know. I, I guess over the Eagles. I'll root for the Vikings. Why not? <laughs> okay. Check this one. Uh, June. How about you? I got the Vikes, I got the Vikes 31-27. I think it's going to be a lot of scoring. I think the Vikings play better as far as mistake-free, closer to mistake-free. And the team I saw in Philly that played Sunday, it's not scary. Uh, Minnesota didn't play horribly. Uh, I have to go with uh Minnesota thirty-one twenty-seven. I I wouldn't, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if that actual score hits. Uh, Bob, what do you think? You muted. Muted. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. Got you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, high scoring game. 42 to somewhere in the 30s for the Vikings. Uh, depending on how yeah, I think it's gonna be high scoring. I think they're gonna go I think I think they're gonna be going out and flying. I I, I imagine Jalen Hurts is gonna be wearing some type of elevens, maybe the Concords, I don't know. And he's just gonna <laughs> go out there. And he's gonna he's gonna go out there Thursday night. That's prime time, baby. Philadelphia's play when do you see Philadelphia play really bad on a Thursday night? When do you see for the Vikings, same thing when they're out there under the lights? Both teams are primed to have high-scoring games, or high, at least high. Uh, I do think the Vikings might have. I think uh, the Eagles will come out punching them in the mouth, and they might be down the first quarter. But you know, the Vikings are known to come back and have a big game, so uh, it's gonna be high-scoring. I think, but the Eagles, unfortunately, will take it because I'd rather have the Eagles. Well, I you always want in-conference people to lose. Uh, so I, I would like to go see the Eagles win this one. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to stay in that number one spot in the North. So I'm hoping you guys all lose. There's that realness. Came out. I'm sorry. It's real. It's real. I'm sorry. I can't. I went Tampa. I went Tampa. I went Philly. I can't do it. I'm sorry. It's like telling me to wear their jersey if I lost. That honestly might start like a fire emergency or something right there. I don't know. Well, I couldn't put on another team's jersey if I tried. So, but yeah. Still okay. Game. All right. So we've all so Dave abstained from abstained from giving his official pick. I got 
the Detroit Lions are kind of split on where they want to, who's going to win this game. Bob thinks Philly's going to win. My prediction, you said Vita Vey gave you all some problems. Jalen Carter looked really good out there. Oh, yes. He, he looked did. really good out there. And no. it made me, it just, it, it just made me, the Bear fan, all the more angry because that's who we should have drafted. If we got no, their if we're defensive not gonna, line's going to be rough, that's going to yeah, be a yeah. test. It is Han Reddick and the rest of them. They they are nothing to play with. Um, with that being said, Bob did that. Bob did mention something that's been a very poignant thing in Kirk Cousins' career: prime time games. It's <sighs> not as bad as people make it out to be. And no, no, me, no, I'm you're, no right. Kirk you're right. Lover. You're right. But it's not as bad. He wins over a third of them. So, mm. and and we know, we know every every the magnifying glass is on for this game. So it's the spotlight is blaring. The Minnesota Vikings have to come out and win this one, especially after that distasteful loss last Sunday. They're going to be firing, so it's going to be interesting to come out. Now, the way to defeat Kirk Cousins, even though he had a great game, Kirk Cousins is known for his stats. I'll give him that. He's known for his stats, especially in garbage time. But the way to defeat the Vikings is to get to Kirk Cousins early, quickly, and get in his head, and he tends to speed things up a bit. If our offensive line can hold up against that defense, and that's a big if, the Vikings should be able to pull this one out. But like I said, I'm not giving a score. I'm hoping the Vikings pull this one out. I originally marked this down as a loss. So, I don't know. And as for rooting for the rest of the NFC North, I'll root for Chicago, I'll root for the Lions, and I'll root for whoever's playing Green Bay. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I like that energy, Dave. I like that even more than uh, than, than Kev's energy earlier. I root for whatever serves my purpose, and Green Bay losing serves my purpose 10 times out of 11. Um, I'm going to give my score for the Detroit – I'm sorry, Detroit uh, – Minnesota-Philadelphia game. I've got Philly giving them 34 points, Minnesota 24. So – with that being said, let's go ahead and close out this division. I mean, this uh, yeah, this division preview. Packers. Packers are playing Atlanta. Bob, you already said you you expect it to be a good game. Well, what about a final score? Three thirty-one seventeen. Us. Yeah, thirty-one. Yeah, thirty-one seventeen. Yeah, I see another three touchdown day from Jordan. Uh, depending on Christian Watson, he was practicing today. If he wasn't doing anything full pads, uh, Aaron Jones didn't practice. I just don't know what's wrong with him. I just know he didn't practice. Uh, if he's not out there, it'll be a very difficult day for us. AJ Dillon didn't run great against your guys' defense. Even though you guys did hit, you know, I'll put it, the money didn't stop AJ Dillon, but it didn't stop Aaron Jones. Uh, from the Bears' defensive line. So I don't know how he'll be. If we either lead on AJ, I just don't know how he'll be. I expect to be good, but uh, Atlanta, Atlanta's kind of the same shoes we are. You know, who's Desmond Ritter? You know, what's his identity still in the NFL? So if we can overtake that and overwhelm him with our front line, I, I think we will have a good day. And I just think, we, you know, we should be blitzing all day. Keep it out there with the diet packages. You know, coming at him hard, I think he'll win. And I think dominate. A different style. It won't be a 31-17 like the Bears. It'll be a 31-17 like this is Jordan Love's second game and he made that sure that he got three touchdowns. So I don't have to hear from you guys next week. <laughs> so so I think we might see more more uh you know, smooth love out there. You know, his his, his game. I think he'll be more comfortable. I think we'll see his game more, and he'll be out there, and that like he can, you know, just be more confident in his playmaking. Uh, so I think we'll see a different game out of him, and it's gonna be progressive. 
Uh, and again, it's the Atlanta Falcons, and they're although they uh, they are the they won last week. I don't think they'll beat us. Okay, Dave, what you think on the Packers Atlanta game? The Packers should win. As disgusting as that sounds. Yeah, it, it, I can see it all in your face. I can see the conviction all in your face. June, what about you? I got the Packers beating uh, the Dairy Birds. Um, I think Aaron Jones is going to be too much. Um, and I like the, I like Green Bay's defense. So I'll I take uh, that uh, the Pack defense and uh, Aaron Jones over, the, over Atlanta. I don't think it'll be a high-flying affair. I think it'll be something like, Twenty-seven, fourteen. What was was that a bird pun, June? <laughs> Kinda. It was a good one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what about you? Yeah, so yeah, the the Falcons are coming off of a win, I believe, but over again over the Panthers who got Bryce Young and you know, but yeah, Desmond Ritter. It's, it's still tough to say where where he's at, how good he's gonna be. Um, but I think B. John Robinson had a pretty good game, so he's definitely somebody to look out for. Um, but, yeah, overall, I think the Packers are a better team, and I find it hard to believe that the Falcons are going to leave 2-0 two, two after after that um, after the week two. So I, I, I got the Packers winning, and they, they probably win by a, a decent margin. I don't think it'll be cl- that close. Okay. Oh, wow. That's – gross um let's see aaron jones did he, he did pull up short on that touchdown run he had touchdown reception he had so that tells me there's that hamstring is pretty tender uh-huh. with that with that being said you saw the running game from atlanta Bijan and tyler Gier, they were they, they were you know they, they were not thunder and lightning they were both you know under thunder I think I don't know that Green Bay can defend that type of running game. I I don't have any I don't have anything positive to say about Ritter. I don't know what kind of quarterback he is. I think he's more of a bridge quarterback, if not a project. So this game is very difficult to call. Uh, I I would say seventeen thirteen just based on just based on my. Uh, what I've seen from Green Bay, I've seen Green Bay do some positive things. I've seen Atlanta do some positive things. I don't like Green Bay, but I don't want. I want to be objective. Seventeen, thirteen. I give it to Green Bay. Catch us wherever you get your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Dave, what do you have coming up for the rest of this week? At Vikings First and Skull, we have tonight, here in approximately 15 minutes, we have the Real Forno Show with guest Devin Jackson from the Philadelphia Inquirer. We're going to be talking our pregame about the game tomorrow night, how all the intriguing things that's going to fall into that. And then at live, at the two-minute warning, we go on with our postgame reaction where everybody can join us live with two minutes to go left in the game. We are the only one in the Vikings space that does it at that particular time. Everybody joins us and we have a blast after that. The rest of the week, we're going to be talking about the game. We'll do on a, you know, we'll dissect every bit of it, win, lose or draw. And hopefully it's a win. Excellent. What can we look forward to from the Detroit lions audio feed my fault um monday nights our live show a live feed uh visually you can see it on uh motor city metrics monday night seven o'clock eastern right before uh uh monday night football so if you don't want to watch previews or anything else and you want to tune in us you can we drop our we drop the audio on all the uh on all the outlets uh, that uh, that you mentioned on Tuesday morning, 6 a.m. So you can check me and Foster out on Motor City Metrics on YouTube, that YouTube channel. And Mike, 
Like, share, and subscribe to that, and you'll check us out every Monday night at 7 o'clock. Foster, did I miss anything? Yeah, no, you covered it. Got it. Excellent. Bob, you got what you got. plug. Go ahead and plug what you got going on over there in uh, Dairy World. We're going to be doing our pre-show. Uh, still trying to get everybody together. Still in the infancy of this podcast. So, uh, but I'm definitely going to try to get a pre-show going for uh, Sunday. Loving the Leapers. Be on the lookout for them. As far as the Bear Claw, we've got our game preview coming up on Friday. Be on the lookout for that, as well as our Pay Dirt gambling gambling show that that posts on that that will post prior to Thursday night football. So be on the lookout. Two more episodes on the Bear Claw your audio feed again. Get all these great shows and all this great content wherever you get podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, also on YouTube and everywhere else. From from me and the rest of my NFC North brethren, bear down. You all don't want to hit Vikings. There you go. You know what that is? <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a beat right. a lion bear. Or is that a lion? <laughs> that was a lion. 